Ready? I'm ready. Here I have. Okay, no, never mind. That's it. Got my sister watching like lesbian porn one time, and I love cum. Once, once they like cum, then I'll just like smear it all just, over. It's lotion like, until it's, it's dry. It's lotion, just yeah. like yeah. Michelle, are you ready to get in bed with me? I am very ready. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for joining, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle, hi, everyone. She is polyamorous well Asian on Instagram, a polyamorous content creator and sex educator. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me in bed with you. So excited <laughs> to start. Um, walk me through your journey, sexuality-wise, mm-hmm. throughout your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think for all intents and purposes... I just thought of myself as straight for a long time until probably my earlier mid 20s. Okay. And like I was literally I was already polyamorous and I was literally like in bed with two of my partners like ones. But like, you were already poly when you found I, out yeah. you weren't straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz it was something that it was it's weird and I still try to like think about what happened cuz I don't think I ever explicitized myself like in my mind just like oh I'm bisexual. Mm-hmm. Until it like actually happened. And I was like, oh, duh. I'm like literally in bed with like two people, like one's trans mask, one's trans femme. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm a bisexual. Maybe I'm not straight. (laughs) Yeah, duh. Because it's it's not like, um, I'm fortunate enough that like growing up, uh, I didn't have a lot of messaging that was like super explicitly homophobic, Mm -hmm. um, like beyond how homophobic like general society is. So I think I just didn't sweat it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how did you find out you weren't monogamous? Tell us about that. Yeah. Yeah. So that one um, is a lot less smooth. <laughs> a lot less smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So my first boyfriend ever is the one who introduced me to non-monogamy. How yeah. old were you? I was 18. Okay. I was 18. He was 32, which like... Should, should we talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> I talk about it in therapy a lot. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll get into it later. Keep mm-hmm, going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little, a little tidbit teaser. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so he recommended I read the book Sex at Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like the first time I ever came across the term polyamory or non-monogamy and anything like that. And so reading that book, it like clicked. And I was like, oh, wow. Like all, all those like misgivings I had as a teen and stuff, like it makes sense. But you hadn't even tried monogamy. No. And it just clicked for you. It just clicked because I... Uh, as a teenager and stuff, I thought, mm-hmm. you know, watching rom-coms and romantic mm-hmm. movies, I'm like, but, especially if it's like one person has to choose between two people. Right, right, right. It's like, can adults You're like, share? hello, why can't you have both? Right? I'm <laughs> like, isn't this a, is this a thing that adults can do? Yeah. Like, they talk it out and maybe share? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, when you were in bed with your two partners, mm-hmm. did it just click? You're like, oh, my God, I'm bi. And did you start coming out to people? Or how was that? Um, It was a lot uh, smoother and more gradual than that mm-hmm. i think like that was one of those things where it like turns from like friendship to partnership to like a sort of open triad thing um and it was just a sort of soft coming out to myself where it's just like mm-hmm. oh duh michelle <laughs> duh. <laughs> you're bisexual um after that i didn't feel like a pressure to necessarily like oh suddenly start coming out as that mm-hmm. um uh, like to me, because I think like coming out is a bit overrated. So it's just like, oh, if it, if it ever like comes up um, as a topic of conversation, mm-hmm. and if it's like a safe space and everything like that, mm-hmm. like sure, I'll bring up that I'm bisexual. Other other than that, not much 
changed really yeah so where's your family in all of this are they as mm. open-minded as you are because right. <laughs> for some people it is a big deal because they're gonna feel judged or even like cast it out by their mm -hmm. parents or whatever yeah fortunately i think as a uh, as a kid even though my mom isn't necessarily like a progressive person she like she caught my sister watching like lesbian porn one time and she told her like You know, it's it's okay. Wait, is your sister a lesbian? She's not. No, she's she's, she's just straight. like that's a porn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is very which, normal, by yes, the way. Super normal. You super can normal. watch any porn that you mm -hmm. want. Doesn't mean that you actually want to do these things. Right, right, right. Okay, but your mom um, was like, that's yeah, perfectly fine. Like, it's, yeah, it's fine. If, you know, that's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so I and think she's older. Home, uh, your sister. I, I'm the eldest. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's three years younger than me. Um, my sister is the only person who like fully knows that I'm like queer and non-monogamous. Okay. Because um, the rest of my family. It's not because like I'm not living under the roof anymore or anything, right. so it's not like there's any consequence there. Mm -hmm. But it's just like God, the amount of work I would have to do to explain things or okay, just, I just don't care about that. Right, you just don't want to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, and I just I don't need their approval in that way. Yeah. I don't feel like it would make a, me closer to them. Mm. So like I I just don't care to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, but in your social circles. You're pretty much out. Yeah, like, like anyone, anyone who's a friend yeah. of mine knows that I'm polyamorous. Well, everyone that follows Michelle, everyone that knows. follows me, and, and it's one of those things where it's like, if my family ever so happens to come across my page, mm -hmm. then so be it, and it's, it's up, it's up to them to bring yeah. it up right. if they want to. Yeah, yeah, because like, I, I'm if they want to have that conversation, they're gonna. Yeah, have to it's bring like it all up. right, mom. <laughs> we'll we'll sit down and have this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> What questions do you have, mom? Mm -hmm, <laughs> okay, mm -hmm. so you have? Do you have like a personal Instagram? I do. Where you I have do. Yeah, 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 I have mm -hmm. a personal Instagram too, but some of our peers don't. They have the same Instagram, so it's like oh, yeah, they keep yeah. it all together. They do, and I think that's wild. <laughs> I think that's wild, and also like people don't want to see my dogs, sadly. And like, mm. I don't I, know. I hate I you all, know. but like, post more dog. Yeah, or post, like they don't want to care that you know it's my best friend's <laughs> birthday. They're gonna be like. Okay, where's the where's the daily poll? You know, um, <laughs> yeah. How is this sexy? Yeah, yeah. Literally, mm -hmm. like, where's the sex? Mm -hmm. So, and also, I barely post on my personal Instagram. Me like, too. So, because I really do Instagram as a job. Right? Like, yeah. So I do like having a personal Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, but some of us don't, and it's weird. Yeah, I that boggles my mind. <laughs> I know. Okay, it seems like your non-monogamous journey was very natural. But how can people, or what would you say to people that want to start challenging those monogamous beliefs that we have? Because, like, monogamy is not for everyone. Okay. And you might not know that. Yeah. yeah because yeah. it's programmed in our brains. Mm -hmm. And it's just not societally accepted. Like, even the past five or ten years, non-monogamy has slowly inched toward the mainstream. Mm -hmm. But it's still such a fringe thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, there are so many more books these days, like for so long, it was just the ethical slut and more than two, which is, they're really good books, Yeah, but the there are more slut is still, is still good. That's one of my yeah. favorite books. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. There's they updated it as well. Mm -hmm. Poly secure, playing well with others. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. The, the anxious guide to nominating, opening up, opening up. There's so many books now. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. Besides from reading, which everyone should go and read. Mm hmm everything um <laughs> how would you suggest that people start challenging these beliefs or like figuring mm -hmm. out if monogamy is you know the right fit for them yeah i mean i think people need to take the time to like sit by themselves and wonder if they've ever had like 
the urge to have sex with someone else mm -hmm. or you know not not just that but just like have a more intimate relationship mm -hmm. with someone else you know uh, other than just like the partner that they're with mm -hmm. um either present past future or whatever mm -hmm. um and kind of start looking at whatever feelings come up from that shame mm -hmm. uh a lot of people can feel like shame or guilt um and then start asking like why you know and uh like really digging to the root of that like you know why mm -hmm. is it shameful for me to like you know find that person across the street attractive or something or like a coworker attractive. okay and it's mm -hmm. completely normal like people do not stop being attractive just because you have a partner if you are mm -hmm. monogamous and you want to stay monogamous do not feel guilty for finding others attractive and do not shame your partner for finding others attractive it's literally in our nature but mm -hmm. the question is is it worth it to you to not be able to do anything about that right because it's not to me <laughs> right yeah, yeah yeah like sometimes i think uh like oh what would it be like to actually just be monogamous and i'm like oh uh, i don't i don't know i would Literally, be so unhappy it sounds like, like oh tortured God. it sounds miserable to me and i'm mm -hmm. sorry but like and that's how you know mm -hmm. um yeah i think and people are like oh my god i want to find the one and mm -hmm. do everything with that person i'm like okay literally kill me like i do not <laughs> right. want to do that <laughs> and it's yeah. it's so much pressure mm -hmm. on that one person to yes. be everything for you want to do everything yeah and, you know satisfy all of your needs it's mm -hmm. just and even, that's too much right exactly in, even amongst monogamous people because there are definitely happy like healthy monogamous people yes. out there um it's like you know expand your world to include your friends mm -hmm. a bit more you know because so many have that hierarchy where it's like oh my partner and then and friendships maybe, like even my best friend yeah. is under that or whatever but like yes friendships are so important yeah. i i, I ag agree so much and i found out recently that i do put my partners first and then i was like wait but my friendships are so important to me and now i'm focusing on investing more time and effort in my friendships and it's nice it's so nice my friendships are probably gonna last longer than my relationships so um i want to take care of them mm -hmm. for sure yeah absolutely absolutely and it's yeah it's that whole mononormativity and like yeah putting the romantic relationship above everything else it's it's really it's really messed up yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. let's talk about because i've seen this on your page um being imperfectly non-monogamous because mm. there's so much pressure if you're doing non-monogamy to do it perfectly never fuck up never make any mistakes so let's talk about it yeah absolutely i think it's similar to like queerness and how um like i think being a part of any marginalized group mm -hmm. uh there's this pressure to be this like perfect ambassador um because like any any single fuck up is yeah. like something that like if you group. switch labels for example yeah right it's like right. oh oh you're just like it doesn't matter to so you so it was a phase you're right like, jesus like, christ <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah technically you're right but god yeah but <laughs> not, not the way you mean you it think. yeah yeah oh god so yeah yeah um because like i don't know, to be to be human is to be imperfect mm -hmm. and that's like great mm -hmm. right um and so yeah like even me like i started when i was 18 i'm like 30 now so it's been almost like 12 years and you know i still feel insecure sometimes i still feel jealous sometimes um i'll still uh you know take my emotions out in like a less than ideal way mm -hmm. but it's just being human mm -hmm. <laughs> and i would like to think that i'm still pretty i'm pretty good at the non-monogamy thing and it still makes me happy and it makes my partners happy as far as i know mm -hmm. um but but yeah it uh, we don't have to be perfect about it, especially when we start out, if we're 10 years into it, 20 years into it, we're all going to make mistakes all the time. And that's just part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Can you share a, 
an example like a mistake you made recently or not so recently and what you did to learn from it and like mm, not try to not do it again yeah um this is gonna take me a minute because i'm just it's okay i'm so perfect um but yeah uh, yeah sorry <laughs> right. role model I'm right just, here I'm such a good partner <laughs> um i think uh let's see i think recently i was because uh, like i you know talking about like attachment theory and stuff i tend to be like a, avoidant leaning um so i uh sometimes can default to being uh sounding kind of dismissive about okay. people's emotions okay um or not taking them seriously enough or mm. being like if, if a partner enough. comes to you with like a concern or something right, right right and sometimes i'll be like in a in a way in my mind i'm like i know it's not that big of a concern like actually right but it's they don't know right and i haven't conveyed that to them well enough yeah. yet and so i'll be like oh no it's good and it's just kind of being curt mm-hmm. and uh, that's just something that I do sometimes, mm-hmm. being kind of curt and not necessarily meaning to be dismissive, mm-hmm. but uh, impact-wise, it is dismissive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what is your relationship structure right now? How many partners do you have and, and yeah. are you dating? Yeah. Um, I feel like it's hard to quantify because, like, before we were talking about, like, the friends thing. Yeah. And I feel like, oh, like, as the years go by, like, partners, friends, it's, like people i have kind sex of with changes, romantic, yeah. like whoa so okay i feel like i have like three um like uh really long-term partners mm-hmm. at like seven eight years okay um and then there are a couple um other partnerships that uh as as they stand they seem to be kind of long-term mm-hmm. kind of partnerships um and then there are a few people who are more like the comet types or like more friends and mm-hmm. we see each other less often but mm-hmm. still very meaningful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and are you dating? Am I de- like not recently? Actually, I found that every time I like will open an app, like when I'm at home, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I actually don't have time. <laughs> like I literally <laughs> can't do this. <laughs> right, where it's like you know I do want some fun, but when I'm trying to think of like scheduling, I'm mm-hmm. like I'm having to do it like a month out or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you probably have to schedule mm-hmm. a time to open the app, basically. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I'm like, I think it would be irresponsible for me to like actively do this that is so mature honestly <laughs> i feel like 90 percent of people would be like let's get some validation let's mm. swipe a little bit and then i'll figure it out and yeah. then i'll see if i have the time i mean i feel like that i've i've definitely been in that boat mm. i've definitely been in that boat and i still do that where like i will just kind of subconsciously open the app mm-hmm. and do the swiping thing and play that game mm-hmm. and being like oh no no, no 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 i'm falling for that game again yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean the apps are a fucking another episode that's such a big <laughs> thing honestly i can talk oh, about yeah. dating forever i love it mm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. i want to talk about veto power can mm. you quickly explain explain what veto power is and if you agree or disagree with mm, it right. either pro- topic. professionally topic. and personally mm-hmm. yeah um so veto power is basically when you get to say like like your partner cannot date another right. partner. Say Michelle and I are dating mm-hmm. and I go on a date or want to go on a date. Okay, wait, maybe a package oh, came. Hold please. on one second. <laughs> the camera. Camera. <laughs> My package did come. <laughs> okay. Um, ah, veto power. Yes, right. Okay. Veto. Yes. So, right. Let's start over. Okay, let's say Michelle and I are, are dating and I want to go on a date with Sam. And then say I do. And then Michelle's like, honestly, I don't want you seeing Sam anymore. And if we have veto power, I have to be like, 
goodbye Sam mm-hmm. and never see them again and if we don't have veto power I'd be like okay can you explain why or like mm-hmm. let's walk through your discomfort but I do want to keep seeing Sam and you literally cannot tell mm-hmm. me what to do it's my call or I will take you like do you see some red flags that I don't see and right. then I can decide if that makes sense or not and then I'll stop seeing Sam because I trust my partner mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but veto power essentially is like you don't get a say if your partner asks you to stop seeing someone or don't see someone in the first place, you have to comply. Right. Um, right, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, you explained it really well. What do you think about it? Yeah. I'm not a fan of veto power, okay. like professionally and personally. Okay. Like, you know, professionally, here's my answer where it's like there is no one size fits all and people will do non-monogamy and relationships however they do it, you know, across a huge spectrum. Mm-hmm. And there will be people who will stand by veto power uh, that it works in their relationship. Right. And I'm like, okay, I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe that there are couples out there who stand by veto power and it works for them. I think some couples have it and never use it too. Yes, that's it just that like is a also security true. blanket. That is also true. Um, personally, I hate it. I think it's terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> Honestly, I hate it too. And yeah. I once dated, when I, when I was starting my non-monogamous mm-hmm. journey, I dated a couple and they had told me they didn't have veto power. I didn't even know what that was, but I asked, mm. like, can you can you tell each other what to do? They were like, no, we're free to do as we please. Mm. And then the wife vetoed me with the husband, and it was weird. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. honestly, this feels bad. Like, how can a third person make decisions for me? Right, um, right. So, like, n- never again. Uh-huh. And I, like, learned. I educated myself. And it's not for me. I think it's unhealthy. I think it's a way to like not cope with your own insecurities or jealousy and also not a fan. Yeah, because ultimately it isn't about trust. Because like if you trusted your partner, you wouldn't need veto power. And you could do like what you were saying before, where it's like you can negotiate and you can be like, oh, you know, uh, tell me your reason. Let's discuss. You know, yeah. what, 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 are you say, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing yeah. maybe? Are you worried I'm going to yeah. leave you? Right. Or are you worried they're going to break my trust, betray me, be abusive? Mm-hmm. Like, it depends on your reasoning. But with veto power, you don't even get to ask why. It's like, right. okay, cool. And like, it doesn't matter if I had feelings for Sam. Like, why are you making me break up with Sam, Michelle? Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, it's just unfair. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just... And fair to right. your partner and to your meta yeah like to the yeah, other yeah. person yeah that that person right. is disposable and stuff disposable yeah, for yeah, sure yeah it's it's terrible <laughs> could it be related also to couple privilege because it's a thing between primaries it's absolutely um like an aspect of couple privilege right yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. just literally made that connection yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no it's like yeah hierarchical couple privilege mm-hmm. um it it upholds that toxic idea that like yeah this the couple is always more important than like right. anybody else yeah, yeah can you explain to everyone what couple privilege is yeah 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 um so couple privilege like trying to like mm-hmm. sum it up pretty pretty neatly is basically all of the sort of advantages that come with being a dyad um usually um especially if like they live together or are married because mm-hmm. um, then you have like these legal things mm-hmm. that um are, are benefits that are not afforded to other um, relationships. And so just like, you know, like white privilege or something, this doesn't necessarily mean that like a couple never has any strife Mm -hmm. or whatever. It's just that it's a different set of um, issues that uh, there's just more cushioning in uh, in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And also if they're looking for a third, it's like, um, 
another episode as well. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. You whole episode on <laughs> unicorn hunters and things like that. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, there's like swingers and people who do threesomes ethically mm-hmm. and they treat yeah, people sure. really yeah. well and stuff, but like the unicorn hunters just ruin it for a lot of people. Yeah, it's it's wild out there. Uh-huh. Okay, um, you're you've been bi or out as bi or uh-huh. discovered you were bi for a few years, but yeah. not like that long, right? Uh-huh. Do you ever have trouble feeling bi enough, which is like a very big thing? I feel like I get that little like inkling every once in a while, but mm-hmm. not really, because mm-hmm. I think I'm just doing what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and like. If there are people who don't think I'm bi enough or queer enough, mm-hmm. then that's kind of their problem. Okay. Um, because, like, I'm just doing what I'm doing. Right. And if, I, don't, I don't know. I, and I don't have a problem with mm-hmm. it. And, um, yeah, so so it doesn't really come up for me personally okay. very often. Uh, what are some things you do that make you feel very bi? Like, are affirming bi. as a bi person? Um, gosh. Or just, like, existing is bi enough for right, you? Right, <laughs> right, right. Um... I was gonna make a joke about like having Doc Martens or something like that, but like, I <laughs> that um, is bi, <laughs> very bi culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, not being able to decide what restaurant to go to, I think very bi culture maybe. Bi. Um, I think that maybe the combination of bi polyamorous like mm-hmm. just can't mm-hmm. make a freaking decision. <laughs> yeah. This indecisive person. Mm-hmm. Indecisive that, person. That yeah. makes you feel bi. That makes me feel bi. Yeah. I'm a Libra, so like being indecisive is just oh, in my nature. Okay. <laughs> I'm like a Taurus, and as I understand, it's just kind of like more go with the flow, yeah. and so it's like kind of going with other people's flow yeah. a lot. And so if I'm asked directly, like, oh, you know what? What do mm-hmm. you? I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My sister is the same, and she's a Taurus. But also, I don't know anything about astrology, so you'll have to correct us. Oh no, I don't know anything yeah. either. I, I just, know, yeah. I know, like so little, honestly. So like, don't come. It at took me. me so long to remember my big three because I was asked so often. Oh my god, I still don't know. I I kind of I have co-star. Is that is that good or am I getting canceled for that? Like I don't know. <laughs> oh, I've like I feel like I've downloaded and it, like deleted co-star so many like, times. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like if I'm dating someone, I'm like, do you have co-star? <laughs> like I'll read if we're compatible or not, and they're like, do you believe in this? And I'm like. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Just to see their reaction, you know. Mm, yeah, yeah, Because, right, like, even though I don't personally believe in astrology, mm-hmm. but it's, like, people who are, like, super, super against astrology. Yeah, it's, like, let people a bit be. of a red flag. It's, like, if yeah. you hate people that are into astrology, you hate them if they listen to Taylor Swift as well. Like, it's the same kind of people. Mm, and I'm, like, mm, okay, I actually don't want you in my life. life so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's, like, this is a thing that is not harmful. Like, you might think it's silly it's or whatever. It's not hurting but it's anyone. Not, it's not harmful. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. We're on the same page. <laughs> okay. I've seen, I think when you turned 30, you did like a party or something. I saw some slutty oh, pictures yes, online. The cake, the cake on cake photo shoot. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about, I don't know, if you've been to sex parties, what's your experience at sex mm-hmm. parties? And also, I do think you talk about being slutty. Right? I do enjoy talking about being slutty. Okay, yeah. so yeah, you yeah, embrace yeah. the term just like I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I For think sure. I really like slut. It's just so fun to say. I love the word. It's such a cute word. Yeah. Just like a short little slut. Yeah. Like it's just like the L, just how yeah. it just glides out of the mouth. Mm-hmm. Slut. It's so good. Same. Someone was telling me yesterday, like, yeah, sorry, like she's monogamous. And she's like, yeah, so I'm boring or something. I was like, no, 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 we're just sluts. And she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to call you that. Like, I was, And I was like, 
I am calling myself mm-hmm. that. Like, mm-hmm. you're relaxed. Yeah. You're fine. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I love calling myself like a cozy slut, where it's Aww. like, I love like being at home. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Just like cozy slut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, what about sex parties? Yeah. So, um, I feel like mm, more often than not in Portland, I'll go to like, one of the few like sex clubs mm-hmm. uh in portland and it's open to the public yeah like oh mm-hmm. open to public yeah yeah. yeah 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 um sometimes they'll have like that thing where it's like you got to pay like the membership right, right, right. for one night or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah i really love uh those like public play spaces and it's been a minute since Why? i've been oh share exhibitionist yeah i love you watching are? and i love being watched you both yeah voyeur exhibitionist yeah love it okay love it. yeah what about is it easier to like find group play scenarios or not really or you just like like there's so many people that can so watch it's just or like we everything. contain multitudes right where it's like yeah. i tend to be like a pretty introverted person mm-hmm. and so usually when i go to a sex club i go with like a partner mm-hmm. and so i'll generally just stick with that partner okay um because like i just have like social anxiety at the ass <laughs> but like um but i love being watched you know it's like i don't necessarily want to like talk to people yeah but like i'll let them touch an me. audience you want but, an audience yeah I, I, oh wait I'll you let them touch you or whatever like yeah like the last time uh, i went to that's uh, not that yeah. much exhibition is but more like <laughs> hello uh, gangbang right 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 so like um <laughs> portland used to have a venue an old like historic porn theater called okay. the organ theater um and it was like closed down and it's now like like a legit event venue now or something like that um but it was like a porn theater and it was nasty and whatever but then i went there a few times because like a sexy friend took me there because he knew i would love it because like i love cum so it took me there cum yeah slut cum dumpster dumpster. absolutely (laughs) here we go um but yeah so i remember the first time he took me there i was like really nervous because it is really seedy Mm -hmm. it is like a place that um you know unlike some of the sex clubs which have like people watching um you know like the what what are they called like people who volunteer are paid to just like make sure guardians yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. um this place is just like oh i would not go by myself okay um and it's like you know 99 percent men or like yeah cis men and stuff uh, nasty couches, like porn playing on like a screen in the back. That sounds terrible. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but it's like <laughs> I like to joke with my partners that like I like nice and gross. Yeah, no, like, but if you so go gross. with a partner, yeah. it's different. I feel like it's I would different. go on my own. I'd be yeah. like, I'd be just feel like prey yeah. and that exactly. I'm being hunted. Exactly. Like there was uh, wait, one so part, people are yeah. into that though. It's not me. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. And like, like he wouldn't, he wouldn't let me. Uh, just be by myself while he went to the bathroom too. Mm-hmm. So he's like, no, no, no come here and like, yeah. stay by the while <laughs> yeah. I, well, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, that, at that point, um, like we started making out and I started stripping and stuff. And he like, like a carnival barker almost, mm-hmm. like he like beckoned guys to like come over and he's like, she wants to be covered and come guys. Was he vetting them or was he just at, telling not, everyone? Not vetting to, like, necessarily. So what he was doing was like, you know, telling like basically getting it started mm-hmm. and then he like perched uh like on this stage just kind of like uh right above the couch that we had picked just so that he could like watch make sure i was safe mm-hmm. um and okay it, it wait did you nice. want to be covered in cum by people jerking off yeah or from them like penetrating you and then like coming on you like or inside so of no you, like, no penetration no, okay no, no penetration. yeah either no no just, job, no any no penetration just literally any cover me and come right it's just like you know jack off anywhere boom, boom, boom. yeah or like, no ne- neck not down. the face like, neck down yeah like yeah neck down okay 
First time that we did this, I think it was like six or seven loads of I'm cum. sorry, the first time? How many times did uh, this happen? Three times. <laughs> At the same place. At the same place. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. six or seven loads and the others? The, other the others, uh, like, it's it's hard to keep it's, track. You can't and, count like, them. I the limit does not high. exist. <laughs> exactly. The limit does not exist. I literally feel exist. high after every experience. And mm-hmm. so I think it ranges from like five to seven. That's um, so good that yeah. like... Because I feel like with some kinks, you're like, you do them and they're great and you have a a good time. Mm -hmm. But like, you're literally like, that is your thing and you enjoy it to a point that you're having the time of your life. Oh, yeah. That's like a top tier sexual experience. Are you doing anything while they're coming on you? Are you touching yourself? Are you or just like I think like a lot of it is like, I'm just there. Uh, Mm -hmm. There will be points where like, maybe I'll like give hand jobs as Mm -hmm. well. Um, And like, yeah, once once they like come, then I'll just like smear it all over it's lotion until it's It's lotion just like yeah you know just that's how we keep the the skin young um but (laughs) oh my god how long does it take to wash it off afterwards oh god so it's a little nasty but there have been times where like i will just go straight to bed afterward like not take a shower do not recommend right do do not recommend but you do you you know and like you know i'll I'll, like wash everything the next day um we're not judging here no absolutely we're in bed together so it's fine yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) i'm i (laughs) i've described myself as like a pig and shit just like um just covered and come and um i i think there'll be like dirty talk um in the midst of it too and something like a dynamic that I found really funny and interesting is that like the guys who are participating will be like watchful of other guys because they don't want anyone to mess it mess it up, right? Mm. So they're like, there was this one time where, um, so that's so wholesome. It is weirdly wholesome. Yeah, literally. like I, I had, um, I was kind of like lean down and like one guy had this leg, one guy had this leg, and a guy was kind of like positioning himself like between my legs, and it wasn't exactly clear what he was doing yeah so like this one guy like snapped at him like literally like snapped his fingers like hey i don't think she wants Mm -hmm. that and the guy was like oh so yeah it's like (laughs) you guys i don't know what's happening (laughs) don't fucking ruin it for (laughs) all of us dude (laughs) yeah it's yeah so i felt weirdly safe like again Mm -hmm. it's not something i would do just like going by myself Mm -hmm. but like with my friend there Mm -hmm. and with that kind of um dynamic it yeah it felt really good oh that's so cute (laughs) That's great. Okay. Um, you have a full-time job, mm-hmm. but you still do your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Has this Instagram changed your life in any way, your personal life in any way? Personal life. Um, I feel like it has made me feel like more affirmed <laughs> with regard to like my orientation uh, around like non-monogamy. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I don't know. I feel like I, I get to do cool st- stuff like this, meet cool people like this. That's, you get to be yeah. on podcast, yeah, <laughs> podcast, yeah, yeah. But no, like really, like yeah. getting to chat with like really cool people yeah. in like the sex positive space. It's and a community. It's community. yeah, absolutely, yeah, for sure. absolutely. And like, um, like earlier we were talking about like hacienda, and mm-hmm. so like spaces like that, you know, that they exist and that I can be adjacent to that, and maybe someday go. But like, it's I don't know. It's just this whole whole new world. <laughs> it is honestly my career as a sexologist in like my instagram they've molded it's my job like mm-hmm. and i've met my community my friends um so many people like yesterday at the halloween sex party um two of the women that i was with 
one I had been DMing with her for like mm. a while and she's like oh my god we, we've met and I'm like oh my god yes and the <laughs> other one came up to me she's like I love your content find me later and I was like oh okay <laughs> we'll do <laughs> I will <laughs> uh, so like mm-hmm. even that like it just opens up doors mm-hmm. in every way so I love it no regrets yeah yeah it's like it's like, it, uh, it's like a magnet you know, and the, the people who don't want it, like, you know, they'll say stupid shit or whatever, but they'll go away. They'll filter themselves out. Yeah. But the people who like it, like, yeah, they'll gravitate towards It's you. my yeah. little bubble. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's, and when I, like, am not in such spaces, I'm like, was this the real world? Like, I <laughs> right? don't like it here. It's like, uh, it's, it's so like bad. Wizard of Oz. It's just like this world of like beige and like black and white. It's, it's terrible. Like, what the heck? This is yeah, the I'm real like, world? I'm sorry. Can I not talk about being a cum dumpster right? while at the dinner table? Like, like you, you, like, you made a weird face when I said the word slut just now. Like, is that oh, okay? <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. I, and I, my sister reminds me, she's like, remember everyone else is like <laughs> vanilla like we're not all having orgies like mm-hmm. you need to keep that in mind and i'm like yes sometimes i do because like i feel like sometimes i talk in a language that like yeah everyone's having orgies but like mm-hmm. obviously that's not the case right but she's like remember we're not all like <laughs> sluts and i'm like mm-hmm. you're not what what is this okay. not the default <laughs> Should everyone have a slut era? What do you think? Mm. Yes and no. Because I think slut can be a broad enough term. Because um, I don't think exactly. someone has to, like, you know, go to orgies every weekend to be, you or know, to get their slut f- or card. Or fuck a bunch of people right, to be a right, slut. Right. You don't have to. Yeah, because, yeah. like, people can still be sluts within mon- monogamy and people stuff like that. People are called yeah. sluts for even dressing, oh, yeah. like, in an empowering way for right. them. So, like... Mm-hmm. Showing a bit of shoulder. Yeah, yeah, they're defini- yeah, yeah. the definition mm-hmm. matters, which is why I say yes. Mm-hmm. It depends on how you define slut. If you think slut is uh, fucking one person a day or like having an orgy every week or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you don't want that, then obviously not. But if for you, slut is feeling empowered, taking charge of your sexual health, your pleasure, etc., then fuck yeah. Absolutely. Have a slut era. And not just an era like do that 24 7 right until you die you <laughs> yeah. know slut slut uh slut to the grave mm-hmm. yeah I, it's a lot about sexual slut liberation to the grave? <laughs> i'm going to trademark that <laughs> we're gonna start a band we're gonna call it slut to the grave <laughs> i need i need a hoodie that says slut to the grave mm. yeah make that hoodie this will be your you can take it i yeah this would be your legacy <laughs> michelle and you heard it first here yeah slut to the grave slut to the grave Hashtag it just rolls the off the tongue. I'm obsessed. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. Okay, <laughs> let's keep going. Can you please explain to everyone what compersion is, at least for you, mm-hmm. and how you experience it if you experience it with your partners? Yeah, so compersion basically is when you're feeling happy as when someone else is happy. Um, it's often defined as like when you're feeling happy that your partner is happy, but I think it's broader than that. It could be like a family member or a friend or anything like that. But it's like, you know, if you see your like partner come back from a date and they're just like glowing because the date was so good and they're like so in love and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just so happy for you. It's just like that love makes me feel more love for you. And, um, yeah, I, I love compersion. And I definitely uh, feel more compersion these days than like jealousy or insecurity. Right. Um, but also, uh, I always like to um, put out the reminder that 
uh, people don't necessarily need to feel compersion to be like legitimately non-monogamous. Mm, correct. Because um, you can still be very uh, kind and respectful and amicable and everything without feeling that compersion. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's not a criteria, but it is nice when it happens. I think it's so nice. And sometimes I'm not a very jealous person at oh. all. And sometimes I'm like, should I feel jealous? Because <laughs> yeah. I was taught that jealousy is love. Like, mm-hmm. if you're not jealous, you're not in love with the person, mm-hmm. right? Right, yeah. uh, So sometimes I'm like, should I be jealous? And mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be, but like that, even now, like that is still programmed in my brain that I have to think about it and be like, no, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I can be happy for my friends, my partners, whatever, if they're thriving in their other relationships. And I am happy. Do you ever get that? Like, maybe I should feel jealous? Yeah. No, I, I still get that sometimes where mm-hmm. it's just like, it's almost like that old programming like dusts itself off. And it's yeah. like, oh, this is a case in which like mm-hmm. they're getting something that you're not getting or something like right. that. Like in, in that just Someone that else is satisfying their right. needs. And like, I'll feel that for a second. Mm-hmm. And then when I look at it, mm-hmm. I'm like but am I actually not getting my needs met? It's like, uh-huh. no, I'm fine, actually. Yeah. Like, there's nothing being taken away from me at this moment or ever, really. And look at how happy your partner it is. Right, how happy they are. And so mm-hmm. then they get to, like, pass that happiness back to me. And it's just, like, this compounding happiness. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think couples or people that don't experience this, um, obviously, you can thrive in an non-monogamous relationship. It's not a requirement. I think it can be learned or at least you can get better at it for sure because it is practice we are taught to literally be jealous um so you can work on it Uh um what about couples that have a don't ask don't tell dynamic what do you think about that i think that's another thing that like it definitely happens and there are people who are able to have sustainable relationships with don't ask don't tell um i will say that it probably fails more often than it succeeds just because it requires um, that again, it's not about trust uh, more often than not. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it requires people to be kind of secretive. Yeah, um, like it's okay yeah. to keep things from your partner. Right, right. And so then you have to be very, very clear about what you can or cannot keep uh, from your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so, yeah, I, I think it, like, again, it's like a tool that's out there and people mm-hmm. do it, you know, but it just has such a low success rate that Mm -hmm. I don't think it should be something that people shoot for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, You already told us an amazing story, a sexual (laughs) experience, Um, but what has been your favorite sexual experience so far this year? Oh, this year. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Um, Or in the past few months or whatever comes to mind. Yeah. Um, uh, First thing that comes to mind, uh, went to a place called Club Pravada in in portland um and it's like in for portland standards it's like the, it's like the nice one right um, the it's fancy like the one. nice club yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um on the more expensive side mm-hmm. um it's got like three floors of like private rooms open spaces you Fun. know is that yeah. open to the public as well yeah uh, yeah 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 anyone can go any anyone can go mm-hmm. you just buy a ticket yeah, you buy a ticket. Yeah, we don't have any um, clubs that I know of where it's like you have to like pay for be membership remember. and be vetted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so at this Club is great because people always mm-hmm. ask me and I'm like, I don't know, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Portland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, I think um, at Club Pravada, mm-hmm. it is, that, is like a kind what, of like a swinger. Pravada, like okay. P-R-I-V-A-T-A. 
Um, it used to be called um, Club Sesso, but it's, which was another like swinger sex club. Yeah. And it just kind of rebranded. Um, but yeah, so I went with a partner, mm-hmm. and he's like a huge exhibitionist. Like he he loves being large. You. Oh, he loves it. <laughs> he loves like walking around like a club naked, or like he can't do that at this club because mm-hmm. like men or people with penises aren't allowed to walk around naked. Um, and and people with vulvas are. Yeah, at least with like underwear on, maybe. Okay. But like, yeah, like if you have a penis. Like you have to cover your genitals. Right. You have to you have, have at least have boxers out. on. Yeah. You can have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So mm-hmm. continue. It's one of those very like heteronormative yeah, kind of old fine. swingers sex club kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so we went and the times that I've gone with him, um, I've gone with him like a handful of times by now. We usually get like the open, the public play started. Because um, I think people are like, well, tend to be kind of shy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, oftentimes what we'll do is we'll settle on like the second floor area, which is like this open uh, place with like couches. And there's kind of like a counter bar area that surrounds that area. Mm-hmm. And then there are private rooms um, around that mm-hmm. uh, where people can like keep the curtains open or closed. Oh, this was um, curtains? Yeah, yeah, so curtains. So, yeah, yeah, you know, if you want it to be more private or less private, you know. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we'll usually, uh, like, <laughs> settle down in this area. And then we'll start, like, making out and, like, doing oral and just, like, stripping down and just, like, yeah, fucking right out in the open. And, uh, like, usually, like, doggy style. So, like, I have my arms kind of, like, uh, like maybe one arm on the back of the couch and, like, one on, like, the back of the counter or mm-hmm. something. Um, like right in front of like people who are just like sitting there. Do you do eye contact mm-hmm. with other people while you're getting fucked? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. There was this one time. But is that hot for you? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Like, especially if I know that they like it. Because the mm. first time um, that this partner and I went to Pravada together uh, was actually our very first date. Because um, we had like chatted for a long time, but this was like the first time we were like. Escándalo. No, I'm kidding. First date. Totally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so we were actually like meeting up in person for the first time here. Um, and at this point, yeah, he was like... I'm obsessed. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Yeah. Uh, but was, don't do that with strangers. Like vet them. Mm, FaceTime. Yes. yes. Talk to them first. We're speaking about experiences. We're mm-hmm. not recommending, okay? Just yeah. be safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be safe out be there. Be safe. Be safe. Okay. Um, so yeah, he was like fucking me from behind. Mm-hmm. And I was like leaned over this couch. And on the other side kind of like against this balcony railing there Mm -hmm. was another couch and so you like a person can sit there Mm -hmm. and so a person was sitting there and like i had my eyes closed for a bit and Mm -hmm. i like had them open and he was like watching very intently Mm -hmm. and then i was just like making eye contact with Mm -hmm. him for a long time until i was just getting lost in it again um and then it like switched out there were like a couple other people who Mm -hmm. like kind of took that spot um but yeah i love i love eye contact and it was very funny after that experience um when we were done like he like pulled out, came on my face. Mm-hmm. It was great. We were like, he was jelly legged and like mm-hmm. sank to the floor. <laughs> yeah. And I was just there like picking shit. Um, do you also rub <laughs> the coming? Do you like facial? Oh yeah. I like, I basically like rub it around until it's like dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh huh. And so it was very funny. There was one person who was like watching from that countertop area and he like came over and he's like, you guys put in a lot of work and he gave us like cups of water. Oh, he's like, you guys look so thirsty. Nice. You put in a lot of work. And then this other guy was like, wow, that was great. Like, can I pay your guys' tab? <laughs> Pretty good first date. That's so nice. <laughs> Aww, yeah, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that. Yeah, it was again weirdly wholesome. Mm-hmm. 
sex clubs can be wholesome because yeah. those guys weren't like asking for anything yeah. else from us they're just like they were oh just, they were just thankful we enjoyed for the show. exactly yeah. we're very thankful good job you guys look tired um here yeah, see some water let yeah. me take care of you exactly Aww, yeah i love that <laughs> okay uh what is something you wish people would stop assuming about you oh geez um i'm trying to because i feel like you know, we we're talking about bubbles. I feel like I've like closed myself off to like haters a lot of time. Yeah, same. Um, so I feel like it's been a minute since I've encountered that mm-hmm. pretty directly. Um, or whatever when you tell like a random person that you're poly or not mm, like mm. I'm pretty selective about that. Where it's like okay, if okay, I okay. don't think that the person is cool with it, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm just not gonna bring it up because I don't okay. I don't care to have an argument with someone. Uh, yeah. So the yeah, yeah. takeaways be selective and yeah. People don't need to and know things yeah, about you if you want them Different to. tactics, yeah. right? There are a lot of people who are a bit more, like, upfront about things mm-hmm. and are a bit uh, more capable and willing to do that, yeah. like, the arguing with people. I just don't. I yeah. tend to just, like, no. I, I don't want I don't want to catch that smoke. I, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It's also mm-hmm. sometimes you don't know what people are assuming mm-hmm. unless they tell you. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, I like, a lot of people could be assuming things, but they just don't tell you me. Just, and, yeah, you have no idea. So I'm fine with that. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. great. I could have named like a big ass list, but I could have been like, this is... (laughs) Because there are like a lot of things that are like the typical things, you know, it's like, you know, you're non-monogamous, so you're afraid of commitment, you're you're unable to have a healthy long-term relationship, you're... Uh, you know, you're you're a slut, and so you're irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll never fully love someone. You know, all all those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, it's been a long time since I've been like directly confronted with that. Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay, your Instagram is a little bit abandoned, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you have any exciting projects coming mm-hmm. up that you want to share, or yeah. or desires? Like, what do you wish? Mm-hmm. Do you have any goals for your page? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do want to get back to posting a bit more regularly. Um, like, I never have seen it as, like, a full-time thing. Mm-hmm. But it is, like, a fun hobby. Um, and I do legitimately enjoy helping people, like, become sluttier or more non-monogamous or something, you know. Yeah. That's really satisfying. Um, so wholesome. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very wholesome. Um, but, yeah, I mostly live on Instagram, polyamorous, polyasian. Um, mm-hmm. And even when I don't post to, like, the feed very often, I post the stories all the time. Um, That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. active in, in the stories. Uh, yeah, and then whenever I do post something to the feed, I'll post it to my website, polyamorous, polyasian, so that people, polyamorousfoulasian.com. Yeah, uh, so that people don't have to just live on Instagram like that. Um, I'm sorry, yeah. don't we all live on Instagram? We do. We, what? we really do. <laughs> okay, so you can find Michelle on Instagram at mm-hmm. polyamorous while Asian. She'll be in the description. And polyamorouswhileasian.com. I literally did not know you had a website. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, just yeah. live on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, questions I ask everyone. Okay. What is something you wish more people knew about you? Oh. Uh people knew about me you know honestly i wish more people knew i was a slut i think that's why i love talking about it so much because i love it well it's like a point of pride so many people watch this video <laughs> and you can all understand that some of us are proud like proud yeah. as fuck to be sluts so i love talking about it i mean this is so fun like yeah it's right? so fun okay mm-hmm. what is something you wish people did more did more mm-hmm. um i think interrogated why they're in the relationships that they're in. Like questioning those beliefs. Questioning those beliefs, 
you know, again, it doesn't like monogamous, non-monogamous, wherever yeah. people fall on the spectrum, like interrogating right. those beliefs. If you land important. in with the same con- conclusion, that's perfect. But and now you're hundred yeah. percent sure. And you're hundred percent sure, and you can move through that relationship in a lot more like a, a more liberated, liberated way, a lot more intentional way. Yeah. Yeah, I mm-hmm. love that. Okay, what is something you wish people did less? Did less? Oh God. Um, well. Okay, I'll keep this short. <laughs> How many can I name? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like we touched on a lot of yeah. those things, like the toxic monogamy yeah. things. Like um, that, I wish people judged less. I think, mm-hmm. um, I, even even in within the non-monogamy sphere, even in no in like in anything, just don't judge right. people. You don't judge know what they're less, going through. You know, yeah. as long as you aren't harming people, mm-hmm. like well, just let people be. Yeah, literally. Uh-huh. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was super fun. Yeah. Michelle, are you ready to turn off the lights? Ready to turn off the lights. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you.